da 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 Hello listeners, and welcome to another fantastic episode of the Zoom podcast. Apologize for the delay. We uh, we had an off week last week, but here we are. Yeah. Once again, to deliver you what you need and what we need. Yep. We need to tell things with our faces, and you need to hear the things that we are saying with our faces. We finally, Sometimes our butts. We, we came off of that, that off week. We... We beat that off week. We we, we, we call off. it the beat off week. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was a hell of a beat off week. <laughs> we did indeed. So um, there's there's lots of news to talk about. Like a uh, lot of crazy stuff. A lot of sports, crazy, sports, politics, politics, our bowels. Oh yeah. You know, let's start with the important stuff. Okay. So um, my bowel movements. Let's see. <laughs> Um, that's where we were going, right? Of course, yeah. I don't know, they've been surprisingly consistent. Yeah, nice. So, I'm sorry to say I have, I have nothing really to report. It's just been a, it's been a good couple weeks. Oh, dude, that's, that's good to hear. I was yeah, worried about you, but I'm, I'm good you're sort of turned the corner. Yeah. I'm happy. Getting things sorted. Well, I had some news here. So, yeah. <laughs> for a while, my wife and I were trying to... Ooh, but at the same time. <laughs> yeah, well, that too. That's, that's another story for another day. Uh, we were trying to wean ourselves off of like being dependent on caffeine. Mm. So, we were going with... You've tried this before. I remember you talking yes, about this, this years ago. This was successful than it's been in the past. Okay. And that we, we started using half-calf coffee. So, we had a coffee grinder we'd mix in... Decaf beans, half decaf beans, half regular beans. So we kind of got adjusted to that. Um, but my wife is working on her master's thesis. Uh, really needed to go full coffee. And so now we're back to full caffeine coffee. And mm. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but I feel like the speed, like the time last between starting to drink your coffee and having to poop, just biologically makes no sense. Go on. Because... Coffee makes me have to go, but it's just like, so you think that, okay, you got to wait for it to get to like the C-Max or whatever, like the, the pharmacokinetics of caffeine, that you got to drink the coffee, the coffee has to be in your stomach or your digestive tract, it has to be absorbed into your bloodstream, it has to go through your bloodstream, back into the smooth tissue of your intestines and cause peristalsis, the peristalsis happens happen for a while. Before you really have to poop, you think that it would. You think that it would be a thing like after you spent 15 minutes drinking coffee, you've drank your first cup, or you've been drinking for 15 minutes, then it starts to get absorbed, and then you'd think it'd be something like you drink your cup of coffee, and then an hour later you have to poop. With me, I take a sip. Oh god, it's, it's like my body is anticipating the. the... Wasn't um, Tom telling us this once? Like it's not necessarily the coffee that does it it's just eating or drinking anything at that point when you're waking up so like, this is tom a friend of ours who's in med school yeah oh, okay like um like your your stomach's increased activity just kind of signals for your body to oh, like there's move. more coming down the pipeline better make room. yeah exactly oh, okay so it doesn't necessarily have to be coffee for for that kind of thing to happen but you know for the caffeine thing like an hour later 
It is caffeine. Like, yeah. But also, like, your, your brain, like, eventually knows to associate the taste of coffee with the dose of caffeine that it's going to get. And it knows that the dose of caffeine is going to make it poop. And so, <laughs> like, you know, your brain, you, yeah, your brain's kind of a powerful thing. It can, like, make that association, like, before even, like, the physical... Um, you know, effects of the caffeine actually kick in. Well, you know, I've heard that it's actually flavors themselves, not like uh, tasting certain things can actually trigger some like psychosomatic neural pathways or whatever. Sure. That, um, well, it's like the smell of lavender. Was it lavender or pumpkin pie? I don't think it's the smell of lavender helps people remember things. <laughs> So um, you need some lavender or you need some pumpkin pie to figure out which one. <laughs> we'll, it's we'll a help true catch twenty two, and it's not just memories like associated with lavender memories associated with anything. Um, that's probably bullshit that's been debunked, but whatever. That doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. We'll, we'll yeah. assume it's true. Uh, but yeah, there are certain things where just like taste receptors will fire, and it will cause certain things in your body where it's not like a drug interacting like with your cells or something it is like a neurological yeah. thing yeah. so it could be that could be that yeah that, that could definitely be I know like smell uh, smell or taste or like, some of the things that can trigger like, memories more than sights or sounds or anything yeah like oh definitely well, also I know that like your your sense of smell like goes it's like part of your limbic system it's like part of your brain stem more than like your cerebral cortex gross where like it's more of the primitive part of your brain, which makes sense if you think of, like, the most primitive animals. A lot of them don't even have, like, light detecting anything you consider an eye or an ear. Or, like, houses or jobs. Or... Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Get a job, you damn fruit fly. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's all about chemical reception, because, I mean, that's what they're looking for is food, and so it's, it's the most basic sense, really, when you think about it, so it's... Wired the most basic part of your brain. Yeah, yeah, I've I've definitely noticed that myself. Like, so to give an example, uh, the particular type of shampoo that I use um, that you eat that I <laughs> that I eat it's so mm, tasty shampoo. Um, it I don't know. Like, there must be some something in it that is like the same shampoo. As like my my father's father, like my my paternal grandfather used, mm-hmm. because whenever I use that shampoo, I like get suddenly rushed back to being like ten years old and like going and visiting my grandparents' house and going into their bathroom and smelling this strange. How was your father's shampoo. father's hairline? I was bad. It was good actually. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, no, the baldness totally comes from my mom's side. Oh okay. okay. Yeah. There's extreme extreme unrelenting baldness through my mother's family well she's uh, not bald so yeah she's it's not yeah totally... she really dodged a bullet there i don't know she might be wearing a wig this whole time i guess yeah. i don't know for yes. sure your brother seems to have a pretty intact hairline. yeah he, yeah he has a he does have an intact hairline but he does have a very strangely shaped head that's true so i don't know which is it is, yeah it is kind of weird oh my gosh yeah so okay, so to give a little bit of uh, context for uh, the listener, hello Paulo, fuck you Paulo. Uh, 
Um, we are here, uh, in the and we have in the background the um, Stanley Cup playoffs, and Colin has his eyes glued to the television, and it is distracting him mightily from the more important business of the okay. the Academy it, Award winning Slazoom podcast. All right. It is, it Asterisks. is game seven between the Pens and the Senators, and it is... The Pens, like... Penguins. Oh. Okay. Um, And it is double overtime right now. Is it the Ottawa? And it is... Yeah, Ottawa. That would make sense. Ottawa. Ottawa editors. So, yeah. Winner goes to the Stanley Cup Finals against Nashville. And fuck the Penguins and fuck Pittsburgh in general. And so I'm really cheering for the Senators. Yeah. Wow. What should we... Hooray, Senators. We could unmute the TV and do a little live thing. If you wanna... <laughs> oh, we could do a play-by-play? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> we can try it. Yeah? Man, none of us know a whole hell of a lot about hockey. Well, Colin, this is going to be mostly in your... Well, you um, can watch it while, while Caleb and I talk about... Caleb, what things make you have to poop? Uh, we can keep it muted for this. this I, I mean, important. it's... Uh, I think it's mostly the same things we've been talking about. Um, so, yeah, coffee, mm-hmm. um, of course. Um, but, you know, if like if I eat, that can sometimes trigger it. Mm. Um, Being scared shitless. Yeah. Hence the name. Yeah. Oh my god, hence the term, scared shitless. You know more shit, you've emptied it. Yeah. Or maybe it's just like disappeared into oblivion. That's <laughs> getting so bad. Like I'm, I'm walking around with a sack of shit and something scares me and I go, boo, and drop it. I'm like, oh no! <laughs> My shit sack! <laughs> yeah. Another high sticking by the goddamn penguins. Um, Why are their sticks so high all the time? I don't know, they're cheating. You know what really makes me sticks happy? Sticks 420? When my parents call on the phone. I'm usually uh, on the shitter when my parents call, but... In, do you answer? I mean, no. Oh. Never. Well, it's, okay. it's, it's I guess it's a which came first. Because all I know is... <laughs> parents are the shit. It seems like when I, whenever I'm on the phone with my parents, I'm waddling around being like, okay, okay, please, in this conversation, I've got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And they never do. So my question is, is it the case that... My parents calling me makes me have to crap, or that me having to crap makes my parents call. Because <laughs> well, one of them seems not very logical. One of them seems not logical at all. <laughs> one of them seems literally impossible. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like my son has to shit. Let's call him. Sense. No, I don't know. I, I bet like when I was a baby and I was born in the hospital, they implanted some sensor. I think that's really with actually a lot of people. Parents call it inopportune times. It's either when you're, mm. you know, starting to get toward getting intimate with your uh, yourself. Your, uh, self. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's be honest here. They always call when you're beaten up. <laughs> it never stops me. Though, so, okay, so that's weird. <laughs> Slightly less weird. <laughs> if if you've ever had someone, not necessarily a parent, but just someone. Who would, who you would, uh, who, no! who Colin. would be really weird if you beat off, you know, if you were watching porn <laughs> okay. while talking to them. Hold, the hold on, I think, I think we need to 
I think we need to we need to address this. So Colin made some sort of caveman grunt here about a second ago. Would you care to explain the uh, the cause of this? Pittsburgh one. Ah, Pittsburgh one, and you do not like picks Pittsburgh. No. Is it because they smell like Pittsburgh? Yes. Yeah. That is why. I think I'm the first person to come up with that. <laughs> I remember when I when I was living there and we had a trivia team and we 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 did what we kinda do now is try to find like a really clever trivia team name. Yeah. And there was somebody there called the Titsburg Feelers. And I was like, oh my god, guys, that's so fucking clever. <laughs> and everyone's like, everyone says that all the time. <laughs> I figured Armpitsburg would be the number one thing, too. Armpitsburg, yeah. Well, say lovey. Lovey. But anyway. Thank you. So. Yes. We, we've, all, we, we've all must have had the experience where you're, you've, you've got some, uh, some explicit content. Well, you, you have your uh, incognito browser. Yeah, it's up. up, ready to go. Up, ready to go, maybe going, and someone calls. This happens to me once a week at least. Right. Uh, so, no, kidding. do you X out of it? If you... <laughs> Power you, through it. You know, <laughs> what I beat off, I, you know, I like to... Accumulate a nice little collection of tabs. Exactly. The same way I do any internet browsing, I've got like 300 tabs open. (laughs) And I'm like, this is quite a collection I've got here. I can't afford to lose this. (laughs) So you just minimize it, but you're like, I'm going to forget that this is minimized. I don't know. I don't ever forget. I'm always like on the phone, like, when I'm done with this call... Life is gonna feel really good. Yeah, and like every time, like you go off to another room, Sarah comes in and she's like, "Ethan, why do you have over twenty tabs of bestiality porn? <laughs> you usually only have ten. Yeah, yeah, that's twenty is too many. Like, oh, you know, my mom calls. Okay, let me finish yeah. off ten of these for you. <laughs> It's like, oh, eels. That's an interesting term. <laughs> but yeah, d- does who calls depend on whether you X out of it, minimize it? Do you close the lid on your laptop, assuming you're using a laptop? Mm. You usually beat off your laptop, right? You usually don't use the desktop. <laughs> What's well, either laptop or phone? Yeah, here in the living room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So- something that you know I can take into a room with me oh. for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think if, if it's a family member, I'm more likely to, like, put it away because it seems weird to me. <laughs> I always minimize it. I never close it. <laughs> Unless somebody walks into the apartment. Do you ever not minimize it? Do you ever just leave it yes, up on the screen? definitely. Yeah, I've done that. I don't try to look at it or anything. <laughs> and I can't remember a time where I've been, like... On the phone, just like trying to find the next good thing. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past me. It's like, oh my god, when we're done, don't worry about it. Don't I, worry about I found that. something good. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I, uh, well, the great thing about porn on your phone 
if you get one of those uh, like life proof waterproof cases, take your phone in the shower with you. Mmm. <laughs> that's that's yeah. thinking. Clean up's a snack. <laughs> wow. You are an innovator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the Alexander Graham Bell of <laughs> Alexander Graham Bone. I don't know what that's the picture I went to. Yeah. Most people go to Thomas Edison, but you know me. Yeah. Or like... Uh, Nikolai Tesla. Nikolai Tesla, yeah. Or uh, um, Eli Whitney. Cotton Gin. Yeah, yeah. Nice. <sighs> we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's a good conversation. That's, you know, that's I something that you don't ever really talk about. Yeah, you know, our, our listeners have always been complaining about, sorry, our listener has always been complaining about how we don't get, like, really personal on this right. podcast. <laughs> like, you know, we're so, we're so, like, so thin, stiff. and yeah. so, you know, we're just, it's we're just so superficial. You know, you know, you don't get to know the real us. Yeah. But here it is. Laid bare. Watching bestiality porno. <laughs> you know? I've actually never seen any bestiality. Well, I have tonight. as a joke. Okay, so That's like whenever you're, you know, whenever someone leaves their laptop, like right. we used to live together, you're with roommates, and someone would leave their laptop unlocked and it's meat logged in, and you were just trying to find the most fucked up thing or the most hilarious thing. Maybe not the most fucked up, but like the most hilarious thing. Um, I remember, yes, one of our friends left his laptop there, and I, like, typed in chimpanzee vagina or something. Mm, and there were a sexy. bunch of, like, there were, like, a series of photographs with this, like, naked porn star just, like, with a chimpanzee. Not, like, having sex with a chimpanzee, but just kind of out there. And the chimp's really curious, so it's just kind of like, uh, you know... Poking. Like just kind of like looking at her butthole, like what's that? <laughs> probably more the ass smells. cheeks than butthole, because you know chimps have a butthole, like a human butthole, but humans are really alone in the animal world for having ass cheeks because we're bipedal. Our glutes have to be in that specific place. So that's probably what the chimp was like. What is yeah. this? Yeah, I'm Your sure butthole was... should be more visible than this. Yeah, like yeah, a cat. Is. You know, yeah. the cat's is always right in your face. Like yeah. Hector is too. Yeah, he yeah. has a, that upward-facing tail with the butthole showing. Yeah, always oh, yeah. at all times. Yeah. He's proud of it. You know, he's he, he knows should, he has a good butthole. He and he's be proud, proud of it. He's a perfect, precious, handsome prince. <laughs> nice alliteration. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen videographed bestiality porn. Oh, I totally have. Yeah. Have you? Oh, have, have you searched it, or yeah. did it? You like specifically search? Yeah. For yeah. what reason? Like curiosity, or like this I is, I is kind of hot? I, <laughs> uh, I don't want to get into it right now. Are you sure? We've all had some dark times in our past. Come on. Literally every time I get on the internet, I get to some <laughs> dark corner of the internet that that not not only am I like. This is pretty fucked up, Colin. Why are you looking at this? It sometimes gets to the point where, like, the government might investigate this. This is fucked up. Not like it's, like, young people well, or anything. I always have this curiosity of, like, is this a real thing? Yeah. You hear jokes about this all the time. I'm just like, I want to know, is this a real thing that people really beat off to? 
Now, it didn't take me long to figure out that, yes, everything's yes. a real Always yes. Be off to. Yeah. There are no limits. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, on a slight change of subject, not that I'm trying That's to divert anything. <laughs> not that I'm trying to divert anything. Uh, so we did have an obligation to discuss conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think a good one to start off with is the uh, the moon landing conspiracy theory. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of meat on these bones here, um, and Colin's handing me a high life with his hand. Oops. That's and right. I'm and I'm going to hold it with my hand for a while, set it down, and then momentarily pick it up and then drink its contents. What the hell are you drinking? What am I... Uh, sir, I am drinking... Um, Cardinal Pale Ale, made by the Stand Nebraska there. Brewing Company. It's very fancy, and you know this because it doesn't have a normal pop top. The whole goddamn top comes off, and it's like you're drinking out of a cup. That seems cheap. And I guess you can get more of the aromas and stuff, but your nose and nose yeah. this is This is the reason. I stick my nose way up in this can. Yeah. <laughs> In the can. Uh, and uh yeah, like sixty nine uh, kinda of nose kinda of have to go in the can. Yeah. Nice. What's wrong with that? Alright, so so Colin, I don't know if you Well Colin, the size of your nose it goes a sixty nine chicken, your nose would be poking out of her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dangerous. <laughs> Feels great. Okay. So we are talking about the moon landing, sir. Okay, yeah. And, yeah. We're, so, we're, we're done with bestiality. Unless right, you, I mean, feel free to incorporate it in. Okay. Incorporate yeah. it I in. think Neil Armstrong actually said, one small step for man, one giant leap for I'm fucking a goat. Nice. Okay, in so space. it's like the... In space. <laughs> I thought he planted that flag in a goat's ass. <laughs> to try and get away from the goat, just started digging into the moon. Yeah. That's true. The moon is... Inhabited primarily by goats. The moon is mostly goats, actually. Yeah. That's it's, it's just a big wad of goats in space. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real conspiracy. Yeah. That's a real conspiracy. That's, that's why they couldn't <laughs> land on the moon, because, like, oh, the goats will eat our moon land here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They'll eat anything. Yeah. Fucking goats. They'll eat, like, tin cans, you know, any garbage, really. They love thistles. It's like. They won't just eat thistles if they're available. They will seek out thistles and eat them. Is that right? Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Man. We need more goats. For yeah. for real, yeah, because thistles are a... Yeah, they're a plague. Like yeah. a plague. I mean, they might like bite off the flowers occasionally like if they're curious. Is it goats but... or is it sheep? Oh, some sort of horned ungulate. Ethan, you got to come come to us with the straight talk if you're going to bring this up. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to research this a little bit. Goat eat thistles. Okay, great. Well, this will definitely be a spec. That would be nice. So, so, in the, uh, so talking about the moon landings, I actually thought for a, a very long time, um, I was basically convinced 100% that the, uh, the moon landings were all completely real because it would be completely infeasible to try to, um, to to fake such a thing because there were like thousands of people that were working on this um, like like on the space program right yeah it'd be easy to do a conspiracy that only involved like four people right so so my thought uh, or so what I heard 
Um, which, see, I, like, I still don't buy it, but I think it seems a little bit more reasonable uh, is that the U.S. did go to the moon, but not in whatever it was, like, 69, like, the on the Apollo 11. 11. Um, but it was, like, the, the next year when they actually did it. Okay. So you're wrong. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not saying I believe this. I just think this is a little bit of an interesting. It's a more interesting conspiracy conspiracy theory to talk about because, like, it would still take all the work because we were actually trying to get to the moon. But they're but, just trying to beat the Soviets to the punch. Yeah, yeah, and so and and it's it's a lot easier to like. You'd have a small group of people who would be aware that the the mission for Apollo 11 was not actually to go to the moon, um, all, but instead you would, like, go up into orbit and, like, orbit around for a little bit and come back or something. Right. Right? But you would still be putting in all the same work. Well, all the people doing the research and all the people, like, building the modules and testing the stuff and doing the math would all be... They're working on it, and their, their work would go into it just later. Which one was the mission that actually, like, set... Like a mirror on the moon, so you can send a laser to the moon and back again, proving that we went to the moon. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know which one that was. You know, if that was eleven. Then that that would be that'd be just yeah, like that's nice pretty good and, evidence. Yeah. Nice and short up for all those conspiracy theorists. Yeah, yeah I and also none of them are like Quan's like, well, then why does this happen? None of them hold up the screw. Yeah, at all. Like, it no, doesn't yeah. take much... You yeah, you don't need much of a science background at all. Like, why does the flag look like it's waving? Because there's no air to stop it. Like, when you shake it a little bit, it's going to shake for a little while. I don't understand that. That's stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the other ones were. I like, we were listening to... Norm Macdonald's stand-up. And yeah. he was talking about how... There were, there were three guys on that first trip. Yep. And two of them, Neil Armstrong... Oh, the, only yeah. two of them went down to the lander, right? Yeah. yeah. The other guy just kept orbiting the yeah. lander. Oh, kept orbiting. Uh, and that guy's like... Phil Collins. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, look at him now. Uh, you know what? I don't, I don't really want to go to the moon anyway. <laughs> I this far. What the fucker? Are they fucking golfing? Guys? <laughs> they didn't have enough. They didn't have enough room on there to bring me, but they brought their golf clubs. <laughs> That's like Apollo fourteen or Apollo fifteen. Yeah, golf club, right? Yeah, no idea. Yeah, it was but one, that was one, one of his jokes. It was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, I fucking golf on the moon. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. Who was that third guy? What was his name? He heard a bunch of weird sounds, right? Like when he was going up, because he. Orbited around the moon, picked him up and the other way around, or on the way back, and like he went around the dark side of the moon. I want to say like a couple times, maybe just once. He said like they heard like really weird freaking noises. Mm. Probably he just had gas. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I think it, I think it was something it was like radio moon. signals. Like the, the the moon was there to block them out, and with the atmosphere and stuff and shit. There was like weird radio signals from some celestial body. Ah, nice. Radio signals from celestial bodies. It sounds erotic. What's that? Yeah. Erotic! Oh 
my god. So the clipping is going to be so bad. <laughs> it was not. Oh, wow, I can see that. Phil so Collins. <laughs> what was it? It was Michael Collins. There. Okay. I, it, I Collins, said it was. Yeah. So, I said it was yeah. something Collins. Exactly. It was Phil Collins. I, obviously, as a joke. No, so Neil Armstrong. No, you didn't. Nope. You said. <laughs> I guarantee it's Phil Collins, and if it's not, I will eat my <laughs> shoe. <laughs> so yeah, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and then Michael Collins got to. Got to orbit the moon. Yeah. Watch him golf. Even though they didn't. No, and they did. Maybe they did. They just didn't film at that time. You don't yeah, know. they didn't have a camera. That, that was like their joke on Michael Gold. Like, you can't, you can't come with us. We don't have enough room. We have to bring this large bag full of essential supplies. Which turned out to be their golf bag. Yeah. And also, they don't, uh, they don't allow his kind on their, yeah. you know, lunar golf course. Collins. I, I don't know. I, what, I wish he had more of a Jewish in, name. That's why I can't yeah, that joke would work better. Oh, you're right, it would. Yeah. Or like if his last name was Black, it would be pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Or if he was a woman. Yeah. All these things could make the joke work better. Yeah, right. right. That's like the whitest name in the world. Yeah, I'm Collins. So yeah. 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 That's why my name is Colin Collins. Yeah. Thank you for calling Colin Collins. This is Colin Collins. Colin to our Collins show. Where you can talk to Colin Collins. <laughs> yeah, we should, we should do a live podcast. People can call into Colin. Yeah, people <laughs> are. Yeah, I'm sure lots of people would love to ring in. Yeah, they're like, like, hey, give me a second to minimize my browser window here. <laughs> and then, like each and every call, like, oh shit, hold on, just a second. We we had that joke. My things just like go to utter silence and then I move to the next thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had that joke that whatever company that is down the street is called Colin. Yeah, Colin's Motor Service or something. something like electric or something. Yeah, yeah. No. I, I could work there, answer the phones, saying that. Thank you for calling Colin. This is Colin. Who's Colin? Who's Colin? Who's Colin? Quit calling here. <laughs> I told you to not call Collins. Yeah, it's the, the other person is called Colin. <laughs> I told you to not be Colin, Colin, Colin. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot of levels here. Yeah. And they're all Colin. It's Colin's all the way down and all the way up. Forward and back. It's not good. Throughout all of time and space. And your butt. And your butt. So what other conspiracies do we have? Hmm. I would say the Roswell one would probably be either the next most or even more of a conspiracy in the moon landing one. Yeah. So I, I don't really know much about that, actually. You know, I... Like, from around the time, anyway. I've heard a couple alien things. The first one... Okay, so I feel like... Um, Area 51 is definitely a physical thing that exists that, like... Yeah, because you try and go near it, you'll get shot at. Yeah, they have like fences and shit. And, right, yeah. and the American Southwest is where we tested nuclear weapons. It's where we tested experimental aircraft. People's reports of UFOs used to be flying saucers back in the air when the Air Force was actually trying to develop flying saucers. Yeah, and then they changed mysteriously, like, oh no, alien spacecraft are actually trying to shake. Yeah. When they had the stealth fighters or the stealth bombers, the B twos and the F one seventeens, right? It's kind of like, isn't the most likely explanation by far that this is 
just a place where they're developing experimental Occam's Razor does not belong in conspiracy theory. Uh, (laughs) That's that's true. But, okay, so actually I would think that there's kind of a... There's a recent update to this in the fact that if aliens existed and the government knew about it, Donald Trump would have definitely told us by now. I think it would have been by accident. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. He didn't want to, like... I know by now that there's aliens. I mean, there's not aliens. My wife loves me. She doesn't slap my hand. And she's not an alien either. She used to be an alien. She, oh, shit. She's not. It's out of hand in a hurry. Like, no, all the reporters slowly raise their hands. Like, did you say that there are aliens and I'm your wife is an alien? Questions. I'm not answering any questions about aliens. Fake news. Fake it's news. It's fake, fake news. news. I didn't say that. Those are your words. I didn't say that. It's fake news. It's the media doing this again. And I'm going to Area 51 right now because it's actually an amusement park. But you're not allowed in because you're not an alien. I mean, oh shit, no. <laughs> I mean, I guess the whole experimental aircraft thing, I guess that's part of conspiracy theories. What they do there is... Reverse engineer alien spacecraft. Yeah, yeah, like just like on Stargate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the whole point of Stargate. Through the world. Oh, yeah. So they're taking the technology. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because that's where they built Prometheus. Yeah. Yeah, they built Prometheus. That's like where they wanted to store all of the plot devices that they didn't want to deal with right now. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this crazy technology that can make us beat the ghoul instantly. Uh, yeah, the ghoul. Yeah, we shouldn't use this right now. We're going to ship it off to Area 51 and pick it up again in about three seasons. Yeah. So, it's, it's kind of convenient, though. And then we'll fly it through the plot hole. I mean, wormhole. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder how often that came up when they were filming Stargate. Like, oh, plot hole. Oh, shit, wormhole. Okay. Let's redo that take. Or maybe that's just how it got to that point. Oh, we have a plot hole here. Plot hole? You mean wormhole? <laughs> Brilliant! Bam! Oh, good stuff. Oh, that's fantastic. So I, I did have a, uh, a thought about aliens the other day that ties up two, two common uh, weaknesses in the whole alien conspiracy theories and stuff like that. Okay. First weakness... Obviously, if they're out there and they're doing a bunch of shit, why isn't it more common? What, what do they have to be so secretive about? Why do this all kind of cloak and dagger, randomly duck people and do stuff? Prime director. Why, just, why don't I just let us know? Okay, well, there's that. Yeah. Two, isn't it odd that a species that originated on another planet is supposedly a bipedal humanoid-looking thing? But. With a butt. Yeah, with a butt. Yeah, True. A butt. Definitely well, has a com- butt. Combine these two things, so you can explain these away if you're looking for an explanation, which they are, uh, that aliens, like the Roswell Gray aliens, are humans from the future from the past. So... Say that again. They're their own grandfather? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, so... In the future, humans develop, as we continue to evolve, 
and become more hairless and develop larger craniums because now that C-sections are more common, there's not that selective pressure, you know, keeping our head size limited since it doesn't have to scooge through the old vagina anymore. As much That human heads are just getting bigger and bigger. Hair is basically useless. I mean, Caleb's clearly the most evolved of a... Well, okay. He's got a lot of hair. That's it's just not on his head. Yeah, it's my I mean, it's not on the top of his head. <laughs> Listener. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, like, the, the classical depiction of, uh, like, aliens, a little gray and little green guys, would actually be what you might expect of human beings after another few million years of evolution. Um, okay, that sucks. Or, ge- or, like, genetic engineering. Yes, well, I mean, you can consider likely. that part of evolution if you want. I mean, sure. Whatever. That's neither here nor there. But, uh, so if there's some future cataclysm that uh, caused the Earth to be in peril, they would go back in time, way back in time, colonize a different planet somewhere else, uh, and then try and prevent that cataclysm, they would have to interfere periodically, but they'd have to do it with a very light touch, so that they wouldn't screw up their own timeline and mess it up, which would explain why they're... uh, why they're so hands off, secretive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's... or that they're not even trying to alter history in any way. It's just that they are curious as to where they come from. They're trying to do studies just for their own historical whatever, and yeah, they don't yeah. want to fuck with shit. Well, there's not a lot of Arc- Occam's razor in that. There certainly is not. No. Well, it's just like one of the the things he said was like. If they're so advanced, why be so secretive? Well, maybe it's a prime directive type of thing, but like, if there's like one ship that's crashed here and the government knows about it and nobody else knows about it, what would make them stop at one? Like they lost, they lost a crew, and they decided, you know what, that crew fucked up. We're leaving them that's there. Why? Or, why would they just the keep rest coming? since then have been fine? And they just, like learned their lesson. Yeah, but that's they the thing. Adjusted. Like they they left that that live alien there. That's part of that conspiracy in Roswell. And the ship there, and like anyone who falls behind is left behind. They, they must have the pirates' code. <laughs> yeah, like, that's I don't know. Another I, thing. Like, or maybe does, that alien was an asshole, and they sent him on a fool's errand just to get rid of him. That's exactly the plot of Invader Zim from Nickelodeon. Oh, that is. That is exactly the plot. Like this one piece of shit alien they sent to the shitty planet to conquer, knowing he can't conquer it. And that, that was it. Uh, like, if I remember a bunch of aliens like, around around like, a microscope or a telescope, whatever the fuck, you're like, hey, this planet's inhabited by a bunch of hostile, hairy assholes. You know who we hate? Zorg over there. Hey, Zorg, we got a planet for you to check out. This is pretty great. <laughs> it is. That's exactly it. Except for Zim, not Zorg. That is exactly the plot of that cartoon. Have you guys never seen that cartoon? No, I thought it was so never. cool. Multiple people independently arrived at this conclusion, so there must be some validity to it. Yeah. And that's the government's way of actually making us think that that's not the real truth. Invader Zim is based on a true story. Oh my god! You guys keep talking. Okay, alright, so Invader Zim, true story. Mm-hmm. 
third point, fourth point, fifth point. I got nothing. I don't know. I I, I don't. I actually don't really like Colin at all. So. Oh well, no one does. Well, yeah. Though here's the thing about Austin <laughs> Fraser and conspiracy theories. Yeah. The whole. I mean, the whole idea kind of behind conspiracy theories is you can't really use Occam's razor on there because when you use Occam's razor and you use kind of this scientific assume that all these things are independent assume that no one's deliberately trying to cover this up it doesn't really work so the whole idea of conspiracy theory is like oh someone is trying to cover this up uh sure sure yeah, yeah. well I mean it's like you know framing someone for a crime if someone is framed for a crime Oh, if it's really obvious the person committed this crime, well, maybe someone just did a really good job of framing them. You could never, ever convict anyone of any crime. So, I feel like with conspiracy theories, undoubtedly, out of the tens of thousands of conspiracy theories, there are probably a hundred that are right. And so it's kind of... uh, It kind of deals with type 2 versus type 1 errors that... Yes, undoubtedly, just, just by sheer, you know, the sheer sample size of you know, tens of thousands of conspiracy theories out there, some of them have to be right. Now, the problem is you can't trust, you know, by the time you you erroneously rejected the null hypothesis when you should have not rejected the whole, okay, I'm too drunk to talk about Null hypothesis? Yeah, hold, hold my hypothesis. Uh, oh, baby, but please type hold one my hypothesis. Type it's kind of it's a balancing act that yes, occasionally the conspiracy theorists will be right, but it's so occasional that it's negligible. You know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I get. I I I, I get what you're saying. Did, did we move to a different theory here, or just no? No, we're we're just trying to. Theorists? Yeah, we're, we're trying to hold on to the thread until you came back, and we were doing a very poor job. Okay. So please bring us back. Well, we, do we want to move on to a, a, the ultimate conspiracy theory? Oh, there's more ultimate than Roswell. Yeah, Apollo did nine eleven. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, Apollo <laughs> did nine eleven. I mean, that's not so much conspiracy as literal fact. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's it's clear. He, I mean, he's definitely an immigrant. Yeah. And I've always hated him. And, you know, jet fuel can't burn hot enough to melt steel beams. Fact. But, but Paolo's mind can melt steel beams. That's true. I mean, he is a Motherfucker was just physicist. sitting in the Twin Towers with an acetylene torch melting some beams. Yeah, I... I yeah, I remember. I if saw that the footage. Video, if you watch the video, you can see Paolo jumping out and, like, flapping his arms and flying into the other tower to go melt those beams. That's true, yeah. Like, I remember, like, on that day seeing Paulo flying back and forth between the towers, uh, you know, melting the beams. Yeah. But, you know, that was totally covered up. If you look at the footage now, it's gone. It's not there. Yeah, it was him and, and Kyle Brovlowski. <laughs> Teamed up. One one tower, one in the other. Well, I asked, you know, I asked him the other day, I said, why is your acetylene torch attached to, like, a helium weather balloon? And he said... Well, that way it's easier to push this acetylene tank between two towels that are identical in structure. And then he I said, didn't think anything of it at the time. Yeah, and then he said, <laughs> but now oh, it's no, it's not. Sense. Just kidding. Two towers, 
That's never been a thing, right? That's a, right? That's a Lord of the Rings don't, movie, right? Don't you that's believe me? I know that. I would never blow up buildings. <laughs> I love America. I can't fly or bend steel beams with my mind. <laughs> and then he flew away, kind of nullifying one of his own points there. But yeah. I didn't think much of it. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty typical, Paulo. Yeah. Always doing 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> Classic Paul. Yeah. Doing 9-11. Oh, man. So, have you guys uh, delved at all into, like, this... Like, the 9-11 conspiracy theory stuff with, like, Bush and Dick Cheney, like, orchestrating the whole thing? See, I believe that our government is evil enough to do that. I do not believe they're competent enough. Yeah, to do it like, cover-up. Yeah. That, that's the thing, like... Bush and Cheney orchestrated this. George Bush could not match his socks in the morning. <laughs> what the fuck do we think he did? Come yeah. Smooth secretly a genius or competent in any way. It's like, yeah, you've seen his paintings. No, he's not a genius. <laughs> For Christ's sake. Okay, alright, fine. I don't know, I just thought that was, uh... I mean, this is a very common conspiracy theory, right? Well, it's fucking ridiculous, because obviously, Paulo did 9-11. It is proven fact at this point. Like, if you watched on that day, you could clearly see him going back and forth between the towers, suspended by his weather balloon. (laughs) And that was the thing, like, nobody listened to the reporter that interviewed him after the fact. Like, Paula, what did you see? And Paula's like, well, I, I was there, and I, I burned down the towers, and I did it on purpose because I hate America. And it's a fact, and here's a video if you need to see it. I had a helmet cam, and, and I don't know. I don't know how it's still a thing. It's a fact. Well, I mean, the thing is, then the government wanted to cover that up and blame it on... Iraq. Oh my god, so the government conspiracy Iraq. conspiracy. That's right. South Park was right, except for they missed Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another thing Paulo said the other day that I didn't think of anything of at the time, but now it makes sense. I, I was sitting at home, uh, just just watching TV. Paulo called, I answered, and he said, hey, Ethan... I did 9-11. <laughs> I didn't think anything of it at the time. But now I realize it really, it really uh, you know, adds some credibility to this idea that Paulo did 9-11. But I thought you were going to say the same thing like he told me. It's like, like I'm sitting there at home watching TV, jacking it. Yeah. And then I get like this phone do. call from Paolo. I'm like, let me minimize my 1,500 browser. Yeah, I was like, hold on, i gotta, I got to minimize my... Several dozen browser tabs, and and Paul's like, "Hey, Colin, I just needed to tell you that I'm going to be leaving for a while, and it's going to be just like a me trip that I have to take in my life, and I was wondering maybe if you would help me financially with this trip a little bit." And I was like, Paula, yeah, for sure, I get that what you need. He's like, okay, good. Well, it's not going to be much. I only need about tree fitting. <laughs> <laughs> and that, about that time, I noticed he wasn't on the phone. He was right outside my window. He was a seven-foot-tall 
monster from the Paleolithic. With two towers in his mouth. <laughs> wow. I should have seen that from a hundred miles away. Yeah, you should. But I didn't. Good on ya. Yeah, I... I was thinking that the whole time. I'm like, this is obvious. They have to know what I'm going for right now. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to do something a lot better, honestly. About <laughs> well, tree pity. Caleb, we were, we were in the same... We were in middle school together, because we we're, were two grades apart. We fucking were. When Paul yeah. did 9-11. Yeah, yeah. I remember they pulled us all out of class, and we were all watching... Yeah, like, no. we spent all day watching yeah. on the TV. Yeah, yeah. Still got math homework. That was bullshit. Yeah. But I remember, like... Priorities as a kid, So... Right? It's like, oh, my country is under attack. Oh, but I gotta do fucking math homework? Yeah. What bullshit is this? Just don't. So, what is not gonna get me out of having to do math homework? To the, to the listener who is uh, not yet... Who has not yet gone through puberty... Um, We've got a lot of kids listening to this. (laughs) Be sure you do whatever you can to have any sort of history-changing, world-changing event happen until you're through puberty. Because when you have the brain of a junior high school boy, you really can't appreciate these things as you should. Because here's what I remember from September 11th. I remember sitting in, I think it was the art room, watching this on TV. Because there were like like 12 students per room throughout the whole school just watching this live on TV. Yeah. I remember the art teacher came in as like the second tower was falling and just like broke down crying and left. And then I remember they cut some other reporter, like, who would do this? And they're saying... And this is what they said. I remember this very vividly. They said, The Pentagon is fingering Osama bin Laden. And I turned to my friend and I'm like, Ah! <laughs> Man, I totally thought you were going a different way with that. Like, who would do this? And the Pentagon says, It's definitely power. <laughs> That is an unfortunate choice of words. <laughs> oh my god. And people really need to quit using the word fingering to mean pointing the finger at because it's too hilarious. It, yeah, yeah, it they, is. They've lost that forever now with our generation. They should know better. They should know better. They, absolutely. So, Ethan, on, on a similar note, um, would would you mind to regale us with the story of when you had to watch Schindler's List in school? <laughs> oh my god! I, I think that there, there's some commonalities here. Uh, um, <laughs> I might not, just because at some point I would maybe like to get a job working from someone. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I had. T- they're not going to listen to this. Was it, was it you that said this, or wasn't it someone else? You know, I'll blame it on someone else. There you I'll go. Blame it on someone else. But actually, for the listener, Ethan did do this. So <laughs> just preface, preface the whole thing <laughs> with that. Oh, yeah. No yeah. one's going to listen to this. Yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> Come on, this could not possibly be the thing that is, like, over the line here. <laughs> If, if there is one thing, this will be the thing. Oh, okay. 
Jimmy just like soften the waters for you? Uh, I don't know how you do. That. Okay, well, <laughs> step step one. Do, do you want me to say it as if I did it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll still blame it on. I'll blame it on a friend of mine. Someone you can blame, said this. You can blame it on me. I'll take the credit. I think it was really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Caleb definitely did this. Okay. Great. All right. Do you want to tell the story? No, but I want. I want to even tell the story, but I'll take the credit. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. I guess I don't know all the details. I feel like it's a pretty short story, but but we were in class and we were we were forced to watch Schindler's List. And I don't know if you know a lot about the movie. It's about the Holocaust. Yeah. And how. Holla. Holocaust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Holla and Jews, I have another. I have another thing about the Jewish people in Holla. Okay, and we'll we'll circle back to we'll, this. We'll, we'll come back to this. Remind okay. about anyway. So it, it got to the part where you kind of find out what's happening to these Jews that are that are getting moved into these rooms, and um, it, the camera kind of pans out, and it's snowing there, and. Then it pans out enough to where you realize that it's not snow; it is just ashes from burned yeah. Jewish people, and kosher, kosher ash. And I said to, <laughs> I said to the person next to me, I said, "Who wants to have a Jew ball fight?" <laughs> Uh, that is just wrong. There were a lot of gypsy ashes. <laughs> they were yeah, no one really cares about all the robo people who died in the Holocaust. Uh, it rarely comes up. They've got bad PR. Yeah, they do. It's yeah. probably because they don't control all the world's banks. <laughs> oh, Speaking of conspiracy theories... <laughs> said that. It was just somebody we know. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I think that was Donald Trump, actually. Yeah. That was just Ooh. that was just last week. He said that, like, on Fox News. Yeah. He was telling... It was at the end of the, the Roswell thing. That's right, yeah. It's he like, was talking no, to Kellyanne not... Conway about the time when he watched Schindler's List <laughs> and he, like, turned to his friend, uh, I don't know, Ghost of Hitler. <laughs> Or as he's also known as Steve Bannon. Also known as Steve Bannon. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. And now it's cool. Like, now anybody can say it, right? It's okay to be anti-Semitic now. Uh, Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know... Kyle Donald. That's right. When I was saying all this stuff about I don't want anyone to ever know I was sitting next to someone who made that joke because I'll never get a job again. (laughs) I forgot the era we're living in. (laughs) Being totally anti-Semitic is totally cool. I'll probably get a job working for the White House now. Hey. Uh, Ethan Jensen, we, uh, I, uh, heard on a podcast that you're on, an excellent podcast, one of my favorites, that you, uh, <laughs> you, uh, imply that, uh, the ashes of Jewish people are good to wad up and throw at your friends in a, uh, friendly manner. Uh, I think that's fantastic. Uh, if you want a job here at the White House, uh, it's open to you. I don't know if that was a good Trump impression. <laughs> it's like, was that a Donald... I, I, it wasn't a great Trump impression. Well, see, the problem is I've been used to doing Obama impressions for the last, like... Eight years. All right, we'll, eight we'll get back to that. that I, 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 I want to hear, hear your 
Trump impression because I had done a good one just earlier. Or I had done a Trump impression. Earlier. My Trump impression. No, you're Ethan. Ethan just did his. Oh man, but there's so much pressure okay. now. Oh, no, well, I can I can relieve some of it. I can give you a scene okay, to do yeah, yeah, as yeah, Donald yeah. Trump. Okay, all right. Okay, good. you are Donald Trump trying yeah. to defend the fact that you had very clearly just pooped your pants at a press conference and it is running down your leg and out the bottom of your pants. But you don't want to leave. You want to stand and defend and deny that this has happened. Okay. You are Donald Trump. Go. Right off the top of my head, I'm so proud. Okay, that's, that's a good one. I mean, this seems very true to life, actually. Uh... This is not this is not poop running down my pants. That's fake news. Fake news. Ask me a question about Melania. Yeah, Melania. I love her. I would bone her right now. Bring her bring her up. It's like bring bring her out. Release her from the dungeon. I'll fuck her right now. I'll pull my pants down. You guys won't see any of the poop when I pull my pants down because I haven't pooped my pants. That's fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Okay. See, clearly, I have the second worst Trump impersonation in this group. <laughs> Do you want to set a scene? Since I set your scene for Trump, do you want to set a scene for him to do an Obama impression right now? Okay, all right, sure. Um, so you are Barack Obama. So yes, I am Barack Obama. <laughs> okay, and uh, you are at this press conference with Donald Trump, who has just shit his pants, <laughs> and Donald Trump is. You know, been laywayed by having to prove uh, that he's actually able to have sex with his wife, and so they're doing that on the side. And you go up to the podium, and now, my fellow Americans, now that I no longer occupy the office of president, I speak to you not as your commander in chief, but as a fellow American citizen. And in these times of such great political division, I think we owe it. We owe it to Donald Trump to give him a chance. And uh, as much as I may disagree with President Trump on many important issues, I think we need to rallied behind him. Which is why I is part of my role as a former president of the United States of America. It is part of my duty to encourage and do what I can to support the current president of the United States of America. No matter what I think of him as a person or I think of his policies. Which is all to say this. Don't mind me. I'm going to go cradle the president's balls as he attempts to get an erection and stick it into his 
Filthy Slav wife. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good ending. There is not enough racism against Eastern European. I like people. I like Eastern your European your inflection there the whole time. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah, the key to doing a Obama impression is just to put emphasis on random syllables. <laughs> yeah, like and, and awkward amounts of silence between your words. Yeah, yeah. classic Obama. Classic. <laughs> oh man. Man, how did we get to this point where we're doing impressions of presidents? Uh, uh, conspiracy theories. Yeah, mine was uh, Trump and aliens. Yeah. For the record, I really don't hate Middle, Middle East. Okay, I don't really hate Eastern European people. It's just that don't you're like... Don't Okay, so tell me. <laughs> it's just, you're one of about five groups of people we can still totally... Okay, it's still totally okay to be racist towards... It's still totally okay to be racist towards anyone. Because yeah. Donald Trump is... That's, a, that's a good point. It's just the only that's thing you true. can't touch now are orange people. Da, right. da, da, da. Yeah, he's, he's really... He's really advanced to touch the Oompa Loompas. Yeah. Yeah, it's, making their way. it's been a real boon for the Oompa Loompas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we don't have to make up bullshit songs to, for you to learn your lessons anymore. Learn your own goddamn lessons, bitches. <laughs> that's the that's the Oompa Loompas nowadays. Don't eat random shit you find in a fucking laboratory. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, if it makes you super gassy and you go towards a big fan, fucking shit's on you, bitch. We're not going to put a guard on that fan. Yeah. You're going to goddamn <laughs> die. Cut you into pieces. We're going to take those pieces and sweep them into the gutter. We're going to take those pieces, we're going to put them in the chocolate, and your family is going to eat you. Oh shit! I mean, that's just basic economics. Ninety-five percent of Willy Wonka's chocolate is visitors. Oh my god! The secret ingredient is people. <laughs> no, they already have a chocolate for that. <laughs> Soylent chocolate. That's right. So that was it. Varies from person to person. Nice. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, just you know. Gives credence to this show. Slow zoom. 95% plagiarism. (laughs) Also 95% horrible indefensible racism. When when Futurama did that joke, they also stole that joke from someone else. Did they really? Who did they say? I can't remember. It was... I don't know if it's some stand-up or something. It's, It's a really old joke. Yeah, very like, person yeah, to person. It's, it's a very old joke. It's a good joke. It is a really good joke. I'm pretty sure that's true. I mean, it, 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 well, if you it's a little your, obvious. If you plagiarize something more than 50 years old, it's no longer plagiarism, it's playing tribute. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Or paying tribute. Playing, yeah. Or playing even if it's less than that old. Like, if it's more than a year old. Uh, if you're if you're Amy Schumer, yeah. then you're literally plagiarizing your entire life. But besides that, I think people are doing all right. You know, I liked. Sorry, this is taking a turn for the political. I used to like Amy Schumer so much oh, when she so was just sad. when she was just perverted and hilarious, like a comedian. Yeah, but she stole all her perverted stuff from David Tell. Oh yeah, really? Well, because I was just like, it's fucking funny, and then all of a sudden we decided she needed to be this feminist icon because oh, she's a woman and she talks about enjoying sex, and it was just like, I I I was laughing, I thought it was funny, and now it's like, 
like I'm supposed to feel a certain way about something or other. And it's just like, no, this was funny. You ruined it by trying to make it more than it's than it is. Yeah. I mean, she definitely has some good jokes. Um, I, I watched a YouTube video. It was like a 35-minute video on all the stuff that she stole. And it showed the original. Mm-hmm. And then it showed hers. Showing hers just back and forth, yeah. back and forth, and then it showed like proof, like a radio interview where she talked about, Oh, I really love um, such and such comedian stand up. Have you ever heard such and such title? It's really good. And then a year later, like some very, very, very yeah. similar jokes from that thing that she was talking about showed up. And then the worst one was she took a joke, stole a joke. From Ellen DeGeneres, her mm-hmm. stand-up, and then said that joke on her show to her. <laughs> That's wow. pretty shameless. Yeah. And then, and then the whole time, um, they sprinkled in these things about Amy Schumer's past, where Amy Schumer had admitted that she loves shoplifting. She loves the thrill of stealing things. <laughs> yeah. Especially <laughs> like property. property. And then, yeah, that's... The next logical step, taking intellectual property. Yeah. Well, I mean, garbage. It's like before I knew this discovery, I thought she was funny as hell, and I'm like, she's funny. She makes me laugh. It's great. And then they're like, oh, well, now we have to start casting her as Barbie. And we're going to put her as a centerfold on this thing because she's not skinny, but she's still beautiful. I'm like, well, isn't it still kind of misogynistic to say we can only have female celebrities who are valued if they're beautiful? Like, can't you say she's not skinny? She's not the sexiest woman there is, but that's okay because she's a fucking comedian, not a model. No, you have to say, look, a woman is doing something, you have to be able to masturbate to her. And I'm like, well, that's just fucking sexist is all, or misogynistic is all fucking get out. At least we still have... Like, you still have to be able to objectify her. Right? This lesbian who's... Yeah, she's definitely not very attractive. Sex symbol, I don't know. She's not unattractive, but she's not trying to show that as attractive. She's really very funny. She is. Yeah, I really like her. Is she? I, I've never seen like her, her stand-up is really good. Is it? Should, yeah. Okay, I should I should watch it. I guess. Never watched it. And that's the thing. I um, people could say that I I would be like sexist for saying like these these mainstream um, women comedians aren't very funny. It's just women are funny. There are funny comedians. It's just. They don't put them where you see them right. unless they're stealing jokes or are attractive. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I guess the. I don't, is this the example that proves the rule? Is. Melissa uh, McCarthy? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's funny as fuck. She yeah. is really fucking funny. Yeah, she is. Does she do stand up, though? If she I does, never, I haven't seen it. She has done it. I'm sure I mean, she's, she's talked about doing it, but I've never seen, like, a stamp special by Yeah. Her. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see. Yeah, I wonder if that's just, uh, you know, if that's a symptom of what we're talking about exactly. Right. It's like she just hasn't had the... Uh, it's like, if if 
she were exactly as funny as she is now, mm-hmm. but were a very attractive female, would she have a Netflix special or Comedy Central mm-hmm. special? Yeah. I think probably yes. Yeah, she would probably been like super famous like eight years ago. Yeah. Just yeah. a few years ago. She's yeah. done shit. Like, no one needs to beat off to Louis C.K. Or, like, no one I would needs hope to, not. I guess, flick their bean <laughs> to Louis C.K. That's, that's what women do, right? I don't know. As, as I understand from things that I've read, like, they uh, prepare, like, a, some sort of hummus dish, and they're, like, sorting through the garbage. And, and, and they, and they like, flick, flick it across the room and coat their walls, yeah. and that's, yeah. yeah, it's pretty hot. But, I mean, it's like, no one's like, Louis C.K. is not an attractive man. He's Absolutely not. not. <laughs> Absolutely not. He's not hideous. There are worse, yeah. But he's not attractive. But it doesn't matter how attractive. It doesn't matter. No one's like, oh, Louis C.K.'s so funny, we should really make him a Playgirl centerfold and do a calendar of him in a thong. No one says that. But for some reason, Amy Schumer, who's a comedian, not a model, we're like, oh, we have to have her. It's, It's fucking dumb. And unfortunately, she's not very attractive, so it... I don't know what they're trying to pull. Yeah, it's... Uh, they're definitely... What is that? Um, uh, Eliza Schlesinger or something like that? Eliza Minnelli. No. <laughs> Eliza. Oh. Sorry. Like she's Elijah? A, she's a... She's a comedian that... And I gotta be honest, I, gotta, I I've never seen her stand up or anything, so she might be funny, she might not... But just like the replies on things that I see are like, she's hot. That's mm-hmm. why she's famous. That's why people know her. She's not funny at all. Eh. I, I can I can look up a picture. Here. I don't know. I mean, probably it's a mixture, right? Yeah. I mean, she's like if I were like some super hot chick and was not funny at all and had like nothing to. <laughs> I talk, take advantage of it. Well, okay. <laughs> I certainly would. Ethan, notwithstanding. <laughs> Uh, like, I could not get national attention by being hot and trying to do comedy. I'd have to be at least a little You'd bit You'd have funny. to have a seed of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, even if I'm not, like, especially funny by national standards, like Lucy K or whomever, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you gotta be funny enough. Uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, standards are so incredibly high, because, like, you know, like, in the U.S., uh, uh, okay, Colin's showing us a picture. Okay, yeah, she's a very pretty lady. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, we got a sample of like three hundred and fifty or so million people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sort of like grades our national standards of like uh, of comedy. Yeah, yeah. That are sort of like shared among the culture. Mm-hmm. And so, like, those standards are so ridiculously high that, you know, it's, it's, it sort of skews things. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I really have a lot of intelligent things to say about this. Yeah. But it just, it just bugs me when people who identify themselves as being socially progressive and blah, blah, blah. Sure. When there's a female comedian, a female race car driver, a female whatever, 
And they're just like, oh, and she's so beautiful. It's like, shut the hell up. You're not helping. It's inconsequential. It's inconsequential. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's... At least it should be. Yeah. It's like you're... Or it is consequential and you're not helping their case. Right. Right. Yeah. But, you know, that... So, I mean, you could say it's inconsequential and that should be true. But you could also come across as... You know, you're, you're like you're trying to think strategically mm-hmm. because in reality, most of the time, it is at least to some extent consequential. And so, oh. you know, uh, so I mean, the, the the example that comes to my mind is like Hillary Clinton, who is definitely not a very sexy person. Maybe she was thirty years ago. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Maybe, okay. All right, and I, I and I don't think this was really that big of an issue during the campaign because. You know, she was basically the only female candidate. Right. Uh, and none of the male candidates were were sexy at all. It's like, it was like, on the Democrats, it was like her Bernie Sanders, who was like 90 years old. And on the Republicans, it was like, well, okay, so yeah, Donald Trump, and then uh, who else? Who, who are the Ted other major candidates? Ted Cruz. Marco Rubio. Ru- Rubio. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so you had a couple soulless bastards <laughs> who are probably the sexiest got people running. Kasich. Kasich, yeah. The non-soulless, non-sexy. I would owe his yeah. bio. Yeah, he was, he was marginally less soulless than the rest of the people. <laughs> Do you ever think this like, assumes that he's a bad person right there? Yeah. Because of his party affiliation. Yeah, it does. It it totally does. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, fine. I'll put that aside. Let's not get into this right now. Fine. Um, but uh, but but yeah. I mean, it's it. You you could like during the campaign have made the argument that like okay, politics is a bit different. But you could you could have made the argument that you know Hillary is. Uh, okay, so I'm seeing another picture of this same person. Yeah, she's busty. Very nice. Um, definitely not Hillary. Uh, who's like not not a very attractive person, which is gonna hurt her, which is gonna you know hurt her votes. And there's probably some truth to that because there are people who will go to the polls and vote for the person who they think is the most right. attractive. Yeah. And even even if they're not consciously yeah. doing that, you know that has a I mean, probably on almost anybody, right, that has a pull on their their choice. And I'm not going to, for a second, say it's as bad for men, but there's still a factor there that people like to look at and be around attractive people. Oh, absolutely. Like, if you can, as as a heterosexual male... Prove it. Eh. Sorry, tell myself. Who, uh, <laughs> has absolutely nothing to gain. Who, who the the physical appearance of, like, if, if I'm at a restaurant, the physical appearance of a waiter is completely inconsequential. Now, a waitress, yes, I'm married, and uh, but you know, I okay, I understand. There, I would like. To attractive waiters more. It makes a little more sense that, yeah, yeah I want some eye candy, whatever. For sure. But even, even as a heterosexual male, you'd still rather, just in the periphery of your vision, 
have the better looking waiter. All other things being equal, I mean, uh, you want the waiter with the best service or whatever. But all other things being equal, yeah, you want the more attractive waiter. And I mean, and you see that with with all sorts of you know. So it's it's a factor. Like, yeah, it's, it's like a factor. whether it's like a big or a small factor, it's, it's in a there. Factor, yeah, I feel like for a lot of people, it's not all other things being equal. Like I'm willing to accept a little bit of shittier service for a better looking waitress or a waiter. Yep, yeah, for and sure. I'm willing to accept uh, way shittier service for a better looking waitress and that, slightly yeah. shittier service for a better looking waiter. Yeah, because that's true. as enlightened as I and progressive as I try and be mentally, my dick still is is a barbaric. Back to that limbic system. Yeah, yeah. 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 I have a racist penis. Yeah. Do we want to have this just this discussion? I feel Probably like I, not. But a racist I, my I've penis. got I've <laughs> this going for me. I don't feel like I have a racist penis, which is great for me. Oh, good for you, man. Color doesn't matter a whole lot. Or but despite any... that, you have a white girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I mean, you're from an area. I, I live in Nebraska. Oh, that's true. White, that's so totally that. true. Yeah. The uh, only thing yeah. I will say, and this is. This is kind of against my own girlfriend, but she kind of knows it. Is hair color is a kind of a factor. I don't really like redheads. Oh, my girlfriend does dye her hair red. Yeah, but again, she knows that See, I don't it's, like it's this. Not you, you do what you do. It's not a color thing, but uh, for some reason, I, I can't be attracted to a woman with hair curlier than mine. There's no such person in the world. Well, black basically people. it rules out. Yeah, it rules out. I guess. Out, like, <laughs> that's like that the nappiest extre- set of people. Yeah, that seems extremely racist. It, yeah, it, it's, it, it's my penis. It's not me. <laughs> it's like that John Mayer thing. Like, my, I'm like, my mind is like, uh, I'm like a Benetton ad, but my penis is like a KKK. <laughs> Like, that is a very attractive woman with an afro. I should really have an erection right now as a progressive, egalitarian human being. And my dick's like, Sigara, Sigara, come on, penis. Okay, so now, now, okay, can we, can we go back to the, the Jubal fight and just go <laughs> after this? Because it's over now, right? Yeah, yeah. No it's, more jobs. Everything is out on the oh, table. Oh, no, I'm... Ethan is exactly Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't like the word. I don't like the word racist as like a noun. Exactly. Okay, I think go on. Everyone is racist. I mean, well, for because everyone is prejudiced. Like, like everyone's racist, but I'm the best. Prejudice is kind of ingrained in people. Well, yeah, mind. because it's like it is you, not. We're not the only species that does this. Well, because imagine you're a caveman, like how humans evolved. You don't, and it's not just caveman, we would all be dead if we didn't have gut reactions to things. If we had to, every time something came up, we said, hmm, now let's think about this. Like, if you're a caveman out hunting and something rustles in the bushes and you have your spear, you don't have time to say, let's think about this rationally. Let's weigh the pros and cons of whether this is a leopard getting ready to attack and eat me or whether it's merely a squirrel. No, you just... Turn and you just fucking throw that spear. Or you, you cut, yeah, you, you cut to the chase and just stab yourself with yeah. the spear. I'm not giving well, you the opportunity. If you're not you prejudiced, squirrel. if you don't fire from your gun, <laughs> fuck you, squirrel. <laughs> you 
kill the squirrel and you stab yourself in the heart. <laughs> I'm not giving you the satisfaction of killing me, squirrel. But no, you have to make these snap judgments to survive. I mean, and this is the reason why advertising agencies will spend, you know, tens of thousands of dollars doing studies to find what color of button on a website people are more likely to click on. Because if we were all rational and we weren't prejudiced, it wouldn't matter if the button was green or red yeah. or it was red. But it does matter because that's how our subconscious works. Ah, uh, fuck, man. If, if I was working for that advertising company that specialized in finding the color of the button that was the best, mm-hmm. our slogan would be, we put the butt in button. Oh. That's good. That's good. We put the butt in button. But I mean, getting back to what I was saying, I feel like it's it's better to acknowledge that, yes, I do have subconscious racist tendencies because I'm a human being. Sure. And because that's how the thing works. And so that's why when I go into job interviews, I say, my name is Ethan. I have a racist penis. (laughs) But I know I have a racist penis. (laughs) Better the devil you know, right? That's right, right. And I, I try I try to educate my penis. Every night I sit down and try and beat off to like seventies like black exploitation porn. Be like yeah, That's the wrong way to do it. That's not yeah, it's not good. Oh my god. Well I've been doing it wrong. I have no regrets. So oh, like, no. okay. I, is there is there like no black woman that you think is is really hot? Like, it's a hair that, thing. It is really it is not a color thing. It's a hair thing. So like, if let's say like, like really short hair, like they had like the shaved head thing. Like Halle is that, Berry, is that no, not good no, either. No, Halle Berry. So I've I, seen like, her with the fro, and I've seen her with like wavy hair. It's Halle Berry wavy hair. <laughs> Halle Berry with the fro. Okay. For those of you that can't see that, is direction. Yeah, Ethan literally stood up, took his pants off, (laughs) and that was the sound of his erect penis. Yeah, he did not make that sound. And deflation. That was. And I know it's fucked up, but the dick wants what the dick wants. Yeah, man, that's that's really amazing. Like my dick is definitely much less selective. <laughs> it really does not give a fuck. It doesn't like, matter like really what race, gender, species, <laughs> kingdom, phylum, not like I I I saw a toadstool once, I'm like, that is goddamn hot. Concrete <laughs> or abstract. Yeah. It's like man, <laughs> multiplication. It's like, oh, freedom. Fucking freedom, man! Oh yeah! It's like that Nick Swartzen joke one time. He's like, there's, on Facebook, you can go on there and you can click straight, gay, bi, not sure. <laughs> not sure. There are people on there that are, they click, they click not sure. Who is that for? <laughs> like, you go in there, you click not sure, and you're that kind of person that says, like, you call your friend up one day, you're like, dude, I just jerked off looking at my stove. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm going to click not sure. Oh. I can identify with that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a weird world in the, in the unsure. You know, it's like you, you look at something and you're like, is this hot? I feel like this might be hot. I want to beat off anyway, but I don't know. We'll 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 come back to this later. That's that's the world of the unsure. 
Wow. I don't think we've covered everything today. This is a good podcast. The fan has waited two weeks for this, and I'm glad that this one's We are happy to deliver. Yeah, I think we I think we definitely hit a few new lows on this one. This one is fantastic. We've got we've got Benetton Hearts with KKK dicks. We've got some Jubal fights. But what oh man, we've hit everything. It's all there. That's true. Now I would love to top this beautiful podcast off with a little bit of second impressions. Are you guys down? We'll do a little bit of second impressions. Some, some uh, special extended edition material. Oh, I, I suppose. What, what time are we on right now? Uh, we're at like... Oh, shit. We're at like uh, an hour and 24 minutes. Okay, so we've gone over. So, yeah, we can do some extra time. We can sign off now. Yeah. We'll so. do the sign off. Yeah. All right, all right. Okay, great. Listener, thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, Ethan, would you like to sign off, please? Yes. This is Ethan, and I am... I'm, I'm just so sorry for this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would, I would like to say that... All pancakes notwithstanding. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry if we've offended anyone, like anyone in particular, the one person listening. Yeah. Um, we're not meaning to offend. We're meaning to be honest. Um... We're not we're not racist, but my penis or anti-Semitic. Only only Ethan's penis yeah. is, is racist. I'm ninety percent not racist, but that's only because my penis is ten percent of my body mass. Ooh, yeah, they. Oh yeah. wow, it's Humble filled brag. with lead, and he's four foot. <laughs> Holy <two>. shit! <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I, I I can only say that I am definitely very racist, <laughs> and I'm very oh, happy. That's admitting it. There you go. I'm very happy. Oh, for any offense that this has caused to you, the listener. But if you, the listener, have any concerns uh, for the offense that you have been subjected to for this podcast, uh, please e- email them to Colin um, at Colin at Slazoom.com and, uh, and he will be very happy to listen to your concerns and respond back to Respond back accordingly. Bingo. Thank so. God I'm self-employed. <laughs> and there goes Ethan, like... Assuming people are actually listening. Like, slightly, uh, you know, orgasming there in the corner. Slightly? Massively orgasming in the corner. Regardless, goodbye. Please stay tuned in the... Sideways channel for a second impressions because it's going to be great. Goodbye. <laughs>